Hello, this is Sarah Knight. It has been some time since I have posted a podcast. And this one came about as a result of a conversation that myself and a new collaborator um, of mine decided to have uh, and record in case it seemed that it might be of value to others who choose to listen. Um, and so here you will hear a conversation um, between me and Megan Surrett. Megan is an Akashic records reader and this conversation was had in advance of our upcoming uh, workshop on the 27th of June 2023 uh, if you are listening to this recording after that date our intention is uh, certainly to hold more so yeah feel free to have a look at my website if you if you end up getting curious um, in this conversation uh, we sat down to talk about the field we both consult the field in our work. Megan as an Akashic Records reader. Um, he is an intuitive energy healer and family constellator. And we have certainly from our conversations um, gotten the impression that we share a lot of uh, understanding and, and language around the field. Um, but really, we wanted to get a little bit curious with each other, um, explore our own perspectives on, on the field, uh, see where we share uh, perspectives and where we have something to learn from each other. And yeah, and hopefully uh, offer something to others who may be increasingly hearing this term used um, and wondering what it means in relation to healing. Um, so yeah. Uh, listen on and uh, I hope you enjoy. I have had my my Akashic records read by two people prior to you mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I mean working with you working with a very very different experience with each of you mm -hmm. um, working with you obviously has has pulled me into it in a new way but it wasn't until I read that book that you loaned me that it lay, I went, oh, that's what it is. It's a <laughs> field. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like it made sense to me. Prior to that, I was doing what I think is the analogy that is often done, seeing it as like a library and books. And oh, there's the <laughs> one for my soul with my name on it, you know, taking that all way too literally. So that we then, you know, have come since to have a few conversations around um, around the field and our different understandings of it and relationships to it, but actually that essentially we're both working with the same thing and from the same place. Um, I think, yeah, it, I really look totally. forward to like teasing that out a bit more. Yeah, totally. It, it's, it's so interesting because the, the, the image that, as you mentioned, like the, the Akashic record is as this book or like, you know, you're in this sort of Harry Potter, like library that never, that never resonated with me. That's not, it just wasn't, it, that made the body of work feel further away for me. And, but I think the, I was thinking about it this morning and there was a sense of this, the field and opening up the field. And we, we are, we are in the field all the time. There's something about the, the invocation and the, the process of opening up and, whether you're working in the, the family constellation work that you do, where it's like you're working within the field of a family. It's like 
the, in, the intention and the invocation that happens like opens up almost like different aspects or different layers of the field. And so the Akashic field felt, felt really similar to like the work that we have done together in family constellations, but it felt just like, just like I was, I was accessing different information, but what, what came through and, and, and what was sort of, um, being pulled from felt different, but it all felt like the same because it was the same. It was the field. It was all, you know, it's like being in a really, really deep, deep, deep meditation and just feeling like all these, you know, layers of, of connection and information and this divine underpinning and undercurrent of everything. And like, that is my experience of the field. It's not a book. It's not like, and, and so that's the way that it comes through for me. And that felt very similar to what I was used to experiencing in, in the family constellation work. So it just, it, it all, it, that's how it clicked for me as well, that it all, we're talking about the same thing <laughs> or maybe grabbing from different parts of the field with, with the intention of accessing certain parts of the field, but it all contains that healing divine, infinite connected energy, no matter what part you're accessing. You word that so perfectly. And, you know, in, in family constellations, they talk about the knowing field and, and, mm -hmm. and would use exactly the same words that you just used. We're in it all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and my, my knowing field contains information about every person, every situation that is in my present experience and in my and in my past experience. And it's this is where the language in family constellations gets yeah a little bit limited because it's talked about the knowing field. But really, I mean, as you said, the knowing fields, uh, like there's so many different fields connected to so many different ways in which we experience the world and they can be accessed in constellations they can be accessed separately so we can and and as you said it's so much about invocation and intention so we can work with people on the level of family on the level of business on the level of community on the level of 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 illness and disease you know there's so many different ways um that you can access uh, the knowing through the field that you are intending to connect to, but ultimately that all of these different fields are completely interconnected. And, and so what I hear you saying almost sounds like that for is, is this so correct me, please, or maybe, yeah, or not affirm <laughs> that, that this Akashic field is like that, that one kind of unifying field that sounded like what you were saying, this, this field of, of, of unification where everything exists together. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to contemplate because I wonder, I wonder if there are other fields of other other information. So my experience of the Akashic field is that it 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 is this very holistic, broad view kind of um way of accessing the field and inf the information in the field in the sense that you're looking at at a soul at a soul's journey that would include you know multiple lifetimes different iterations um and it includes like the possibility of looking at you know future timelines and some things like that but 
I don't, I don't know if it contains everything because there's also this, like, there's this possibility that, that, that there's, there's an even bigger field beyond that. Like, I don't, yeah. So that's what the only reason I hesitate because my experience of the Akashic field as well is one of the, and one of the reasons that I love working with it and, and accessing the information that's contained in it is that it is, it's this, it has this, um, deep level of, of divine understanding of this like compassionate wisdom and this sort of evolutionary, um, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out the best words to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sense of, of divine order, divine and, and not in a, not in a way where we're not participating in that, but that, that everything makes sense in the same way that there's, there's, there's interconnection in, in, in nature and mm-hmm. nature is communicating, trees are communicating with each other and with the land. Like there's this, there's this really deep, um, and maybe that is the bigger field. Maybe that is the, but there's something in that, that feels, um, particularly potent for, for healing and, I feel like the field itself could also just be possibly like that much bigger. And I wonder about other things like not to, maybe this isn't your experience. I'd love to hear, but like, I I wonder if there's, there's a field of like, you know, more dark. I don't know. Does that like maleficent kind of, energies I don't know maybe there is like it, so the Akashic field feels very intentional that it's very healing very mm-hmm. divine and 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 it doesn't actually include possible other 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 fields that are existing within the larger field so it, I, it's interesting because as you were talking so there's this um in 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 science so in in constant in family constellations they talk about the knowing field and in science uh, a biologist has proposed although it hasn't been accepted broadly by mainstream dream by mainstream science morphic fields you know and Mm -hmm. and and morphic fields they can be uh, related to biology they can be related to behavior they can be related to our social and our cultural systems and the the idea of morphic fields is that they are patterns that organize the formation of structures and so whether those structures are biological structures cultural structures Mm -hmm. uh belief systems and structures and that these um morphic fields become more and more uh distinctly patterned over time so for a new system the field is going to be um a little bit more fluid in its form but the more that the forms do have this kind of feedback system so the more that information is received from the field into and becomes form in whatever way and then those forms feed information back into the field these structures become more and more solid and less kind of immobile over time so yeah these organizing you know fields of influence but what as you were talking i'm like okay but 
but who or what is doing the organizing? And so when you were right. talking about, about these Akashic fields, it was just like, oh, in the, what your experience of the Akashic field is that, is that divine, divine, you said divine order, the energy of love, the energy of compassion, the energy of healing is the energy behind which everything else is, is, you know, the organization arises from. And I, I don't know that in morphic fields, the structures are necessarily that partial to a good outcome. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this idea of not necessarily like, um, what is, is the word maleficent? Am I, am I pronouncing that right? But you know, I think so. These darker kind of agents, um, but, but something that is less, uh, more, less, less, less attached, more detached. Um, uh, less partial um, and less emotional perhaps. So yeah, so, so, so back to, I'm curious about that, that feeling that you get there, that feeling of love and compassion and divine order. And maybe that idea of an organizing, an organizing principle of, of care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, it's really interesting to think about it because I, I I was thinking as I mentioned earlier like the idea of the field being like these almost like these different stratas of different um, different energies and the there is the akashic field does have the energy of of deep care and and a like a a soothing a soothing quality to it it's very like nourishing nurturing and um and even these like you know these these great sort of traumas or um pain difficulty sort of you know big moments in our lives that can feel really painful there's often um Akashic wisdom, the Akashic wisdom that comes through that is very, is very soothing, not in a, in on a bypassing way or anything like that, but like in this, just this, like, where you can kind of rest into this, like, deeper knowledge. And often that includes that sort of some sense of, of divine order. And that's really power, powerful. Um, yeah. <laughs> So in, 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 you know, the main premise of, con of constellations is that it is, uh, the work is all about the restoration of the flow of love. Mm -hmm. And that in our our ancestral histories, there is all kinds of ways in which experiences obstructed the flow of love and in a way that overwhelmed the capacity of the system, whether that was the person or the larger system that they were a part of to deal with that traumatic injury. And so then that becomes a permanent obstruction to the flow of love. And that permanent obstruction that the family soul is always looking to heal what that obstruction is so that the family soul is actually partial. The family wants love. The family soul wants the restoration of the flow of love. But what is interesting from, from the point of view of family constellations is that the, the family soul prioritizes the family soul. And so to some extent, individuals are um, expendable is too strong a word, but, but 
um, um, individual, the, the, the gain of the whole, the restoration of the whole is given priority over over the the, the 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 wholeness of the individuals and from the point of view is that there's no nobody is whole without the without the whole of the whole um and so it's really interesting because what is like one of the kind of founding things is that everything even even what might our minds might go but that is inexcusable behavior you know, we could look at patterns of abuse, patterns of addiction, patterns of, of self-neglect, and we could say, but how could that possibly be in service to love? And yet somewhere encoded in our systems, there's a loyalty, right, to, to, to bringing forward this kind of this continual reiteration of the, of the obstruction um, to the flow of love that happened way back there in an effort for it to be seen, to be acknowledged, to be set, to be set right. Mm -hmm. um, and so somewhere in family constellations back there, there is this, this idea that love is behind it all, that love wants to resume, that there is an intelligence and an informing principle that is called love. <laughs> love wants to flow fully through the system. And I think there, there's this kind of nice overlap in what you're between the, the knowing field and constellations and the Akashic field that you're talking about that, of course, gets lost in in science. You don't hear people when they're talking about knowing fields, talking about the, you know, the principle of love and compassion and, and, and kindness in there. Yeah, no, it's it's so interesting, because as you were describing that, I was like, that's exactly that's exactly what the Akashic field. So the the your your individual experience and your individual experience in this lifetime is is only one part of the right. whole and the the akashic record is in in service to um the memory of of wholeness and and also like also the sense of which is which i always resonate really deeply with is like that we've, we've come here to explore, we've come here to have different, different kinds of experiences. And so there is part of this, um, this excavation work that we can do about being like, okay, what's coming up here that may be related to a past life, but what, what is the wisdom that, that was trying to merge? Where was the same way that you do that kind of work in family constellations, where there's this excavation process of being like, where, this feels like it's a block. There was, there was a loving moment. There was something that was trying to emerge, whether it was protection or survival or, um, you know, those, those things that can feel really um, just embedded in, in who we are and what we're experiencing. But we can, when we can trace it back to there, we, we see that, oh, actually that was, that was part of the experience and, and similar to family constellations, you can take that, take the lesson and integrate the lesson and integrate, integrate the healing, integrate and, and, and release what no longer serves. Um, and it's, it's, it's very similar and it, and it is in the sense of like the individual life is not the, the service of this, of the whole is the service of the soul. Like it is like your yeah. is that broader, broader picture. Yes. You know, I, I, 
the 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 word that came up as you were talking is that is this word of righteousness you know mm -hmm. and that's what it's this this so doing the work personally first of all before i did any of the training in it and now what i support people in in moving through is is releasing themselves from that very painful position of righteousness you know where 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 hatred where where blame where you know any separation between between like what you said you know something that initially was actually maybe being done in service to love you know people don't go to war to kill other people they go to war to protect their families so this this and this we don't realize how much righteousness obstructs the flow of love and being able to surrender that energy to release that energy even if i don't understand even if a part of me is like okay i still can't necessarily understand but something has happened I don't have to understand in my head something has happened and my body can allow for in, in constellations we use these three stages the first stage is ignore first of all acknowledge that it happened so first of all that yeah okay that accept that it happened that's another deeper level level and then the final stage is agree to like i actually without that i i wouldn't be here or or mm -hmm. this wouldn't have or that or that or that um but yeah so so what would you say that 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 energy of righteousness i don't know i've had a conversation about this before but that jumped forward into my head as you were talking yeah we we, ha we haven't talked about this but it's it's interesting because i always the the akashic field the the i almost when i describe it sometimes i want to say almost like divine right order and i like touch myself because of that righteousness piece because we, you know, that this, like, that there's some sort of, but our righteousness and the divine righteousness are very different. And the energy we hold in the body is completely different. Right. And it's just, though, so it's just, and it is, there is this yes. piece of, of deep surrender and deep surrender to divine the wisdom, divine righteousness. And it is in the divine righteousness that also like facilitates the end of like death cycles, you know, the end of physical form, there is divinity and wisdom in that. And, and then that's the human part. We're like, no, that that was, that shouldn't have happened or this is painful or, but there is, there's this divine order that, that the body and the soul are moving through in that moment. And so there's a, this work is in sort of, exactly in the steps that you described it's 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 bear, bearing witness to what happened and whatever part of the journey whether it's some sort of like larger cultural influence that disrupted that it's been part of your experience over hundreds of years or a previous life or something in this life like all of that matters and needs needs to be seen to be integrated because it's all part of the field's it's all speaking to you and living in you and through you. And then the the integration piece is in surrendering some of those. Um, the way that it comes through to me often is, is like the volume being really turned up on certain things, certain survival responses or 
biochemical responses to certain things in the body, but it's like the volume can be turned down because there also is this connection, then this knowingness of the divine order that like somehow, and like you can feel the body totally reorient to this divine right order in terms of what's happened. And that that's, that's part of it, but it needs to, that, um, that witnessing piece or that acknowledgement piece is, is so crucial as that first step. And for, for many people, the, the, the pieces of, of wisdom of anything before you were born, it's like, we collectively don't acknowledge that. And there, there are pieces that are coming through. Um, yeah, which is a whole other, <laughs> it's a whole other dynamic, which we can talk yeah. about or not, but yeah. So, oh, that's so beautiful. You know, when you, this, I'm so glad that I, that I asked you about that, about that word because so there's this you know in 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 constellations what is i I love this expression bert hellinger the the man that kind of founded the body of work said that there is no growth without guilt so in other words the field of influence right field of influence of our of our so in family we talk about the familial structure which is you know just try to separate family from culture and good luck with that one so whatever that is (laughs) the field of influence right is so strong and has absolutely has love at its heart and so the the field that governs our formation and whose function it is to ensure that our integrity is maintained has all of these various rules this try all of the tribal code is to keep us so-called safe right and it's inherited and, and passed on and you could look at whatever those are i mean from the things that 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 seem well how is it safe and like you know and don't let the neighbors see you do that to, you know, different ways that we might behave out in the world, how we might dress, how we might think, what we might believe. Um, and we might question some of these things, and yet they're rooted in so much history. And to move beyond that field of influence means that what we are doing is effectively we are saying no, like there's something beyond this for me. But what we're saying no to is no to what was done in service to love. And that's the guilt piece that comes in. Mm-hmm. People feel so because this field got me this far. It got me here. I'm here because of this field. I have survived because of it. Love is at its, it does have it. So even if we look back and it makes no sense to us, we're like, but that whole thing was so destructive, you know, might seem so destructive. This incredible sense of guilt when we have to push through the field and move beyond it. And so what is essential, I think, is something that you've pointed towards, because a lot of these rules that we make, whether we make them for ourselves or whether we make them for our families, come out of our need to protect and preserve. Somebody's got to keep an eye on this, right? And so this righteousness, this is right, that's wrong. This is good, that's bad. This is safe, Mm -hmm. that's not safe. You know, this personal kind of righteousness that we have to develop is actually sometimes really essential for for our survival. And in order to to surrender and to go, okay, well, wait a second, like, what if I can let that go? There has to be faith in something bigger in this larger nest of what you refer to as divine righteousness. Something here is keeping an eye on rightful order. Exactly. And the surrendering, 
the, the energy of the Akashic record, this, this idea of surrender, you know, I think we have, I, I, I feel it in myself sometimes too, where I'm like, okay, there's a, there's surrender coming and I embrace myself against it. You know, <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Like this feeling of like, oh God. But the energy of the, the Akashic record, which is the energy that I resonated so strongly with because it isn't my default. It isn't my default setting as Megan, but in the Akashic record, it is nurturing and gentle. So surrender doesn't feel like this big undertaking. It doesn't feel like it needs this, like this heft to like get myself over the, it's this gentle flowing. And often it's, it's, there's this, there's this little, there's this little repair. There's this, you know, and even that is just knowing that like, actually you're not as broken as you think you are. And all of these things that you've been through over all these lifetimes or in your family system or the cultural system that have influenced you. It's like, there's, there's, there's richness there and there's sustenance. And there's this feeling of, of, of deep connection that, that, that righteousness feels aligned with, with truth. And so making that melting into the surrender feels really easy because it's, it's not actually requiring anything of us. It's just yes. this like welcoming kind of gentle yes. energy that just, it, it just feels like this really like nourishing, nurturing it, that the, those are the images and the words that often will come yeah. to me, something or like through the, through the record, not come to me, but to be articulated about the record is like just this this really gentle benevolent loving quality wow so mm-hmm. megan in in sometimes what i well what i notice and what other what has been talked about in constellations work is that there is a direct correlation between and our ability to feel faith in our bodies so this mm-hmm. this to melt and i like i trust you know, people that can take risks as they're like, ah, that something bigger is holding me here and it's okay. I can, you know, that they are, that they're going to be held through life's difficult experiences, that there's a direct correlation between us having that feeling in our adult bodies and how well, how much, how deeply we actually experience that holding in our childhood, mm-hmm. right? The physical, energetic, that feeling of of safety, of being held by both parents, by mom and dad. And so in constellations, oftentimes people get home, the homework is to, is to um, claim, I guess, an embodied feeling of the truth. Even if our parents were too limited or our home lives too limited for us to actually experience that viscerally. And so the, 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 the somatic kind of meditation practice is often to get people into a position where they can feel their parents behind them mm-hmm. so that that surrender, the body actually gets to feel the feeling of surrender. Cause we often grow up in very vigilant environments where the last thing is the feeling of safety at your back, where your energy is kind of coming forward out of your body all the time. So what do you think, what would you say to, you know, you feel that feeling in the field. What would you, is, 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 can, do people come into contact with that automatically when they have their records read? Or I guess I just, I'll hand that back to you, whatever way you want to respond to what I just said. Yeah. 
thanks, Sarah. Um, so my sense is that the the somatic piece is um in terms of really feeling it is definitely available it's certainly available in the energy that comes through and often um there will be so where where there have been big disruptions in the family um for instance in with with mom or dad or um, things will come through. Maybe there's a disruption in utero or there's some, some things that might come through that way, which is really helpful and, and supportive of, and very similar to family constellations and the way that it supports the integration of, of a loving energy, but where that maybe still doesn't feel available, the record will actually start to use other images and other language to, to, to access that energy so for instance, it might be mother nature. It might be the energy of nature. It might be the energy of a specific, of the elements, some sort of element to support. Ancestral fire has come up a lot. The the fire that that has has nourished us, the fire where like and the energy of the fire that that cooks and feeds us, keeps us warm, holds away the damp, like those kinds of things. So there may be a sense of like not necessarily being. And so the, the record is, is that's a part of that divine order of like how it comes through is um, it's different. It's different, like for every person and every reading, but there's, there's an energy there that, that does relate. And, and interestingly too, there's like often the, if, 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 if the family pieces are still being integrated or still being healed, there can be the resting into the divine feminine or the divine yes. masculine or both. And that will be very similar where people can rest into. And so there is that somatic piece that's available for sure. Um, and I would say too, that because this work is, you know, as we've discussed, like it, this isn't happening at a necessarily an intellectual or cerebral level. It's speaking to our soul, our body, the cells, the memory in our cells, the larger systems and structures that we're born in. Like the 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 energy of the the record is alchemical for sure. There's mm. this alchemical. There's this deep. Just even in being in the energy and the words used and. So that can be received somatically, but it also might, it also might take time. Like it, yeah. I, I, um, it's all part of it. And often there will be visualizations or meditations or invocations or big sort of pieces of to, that someone can continue to work with if it Beautiful. does need more time. <sighs> I love that, that, you know, what you describe the, the partiality of the records that this actually be received tunes into also what the person, how, what, what is the languaging, how that message, that very unique kind of languaging needs to come through so that it can, the information can actually be received, you know, so that that energy of surrender can actually, can actually come through. That that is somehow acknowledged by the system in the different ways, you know, reconnecting people to, as you used to find, feminine, masculine, to mother nature, to ancestral fire, to whatever it is. 
Mm-hmm. And constellations, well, sometimes in trying to, you know, the final goal is probably to get people so that they feel like they can connect to their parents behind them. And that's the work of doing all that repair way back there, which sometimes does, does go back to divine feminine and divine masculine. But really beautiful, the idea that through doing something that may you know, I mean, you and you and I are now seeing how much overlap that there is in this, but somebody might sign up for an Akashic reading and not think that it has anything to do. They're like, oh, this is my soul stuff. This has nothing to do with my family. But reconnecting to that feeling of 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 divine righteousness, of bigger righteousness, that there is something here taking care of you. Just reconnecting to that feeling is going to facilitate everything else that comes afterwards in the family kind of way. Because that's a big part of it. If if it is so unfamiliar, right, it's going to be rejected by the system. So once that is, oh, wait, I am safe. I am being, there is something bigger than me helping me and holding me then it might make as well just facilitate all that very direct family of origin stuff without even necessarily the reading having anything to do with that. Yeah, and the, I think that what what both systems, you know, even though they're, they are this, the same thing, they're just different flavors of the same thing. There's this sense of like also like of, of really sort of a feeling resource to actually mm. sort of move. There's an there's yeah. an autonomy piece there and a and a sovereignty piece. And this is not this is not the autonomy of like conventional society being like, I'm gonna get mine and I'm gonna like that's not that's not we we can sense the distinction, but this is this is in feeling resourced and connected to this like to the field I guess in a way that it that it feels like you you are being held and being supported and it is that same energy that you know in an ideal world we would have felt from our parents and they would have felt it from their parents and all those things that we were working to to sort of repair but that out of that comes this this feeling of of feeling resourced and and it's Mm. a it's a really gentle again it's like nourishment nourishment always comes up as a bit of a word that sort of comes through in a lot of the records about and and when we're nourished we're resourced when we're you know and we feel like we have the ability the capacity to to move forward yeah um and also to be fluid and more flexible and all of those things as well you know when we're resourced we can't we can sort of move outside of our comfort zones a little bit more when we feel, you know, and, and the difference between feeling resourced and feeling tethered, yes, or, you know, that's a big distinction as well. Yes. That feeling resourced by the family system, being resourced by the collective yes. system, being resourced by the divine. There's just, you know, yes, it's really rich, really enriched and yes. you can kind of move forward in, in a much more um, capable. And I mean, capable, connected, aligned soulful whatever you want yes to, however you want to describe it right yes um, and that that is that's deeply somatic like there's a you you, you can't fake that feeling <laughs> like it no. has to it has to be visceral it has to be um so the akashic work is is deeply somatic in the in the same way that family constellation is not just even not just in the the excavation and the tearing apart of of the in the exploration, I guess, of the, of the work, but also after, and the after effect is deeply somatic. 
Beautiful. I love that you, because I feel like our conversation is coming to a close. And I love what you say there about, about the resourcing versus the tethering. It's it, mm. absolutely because like we are always in the field. We will never escape the field. But the difference is huge. Are we riding the current, right? Or are the seas pulling us under? Like yeah. we're a part of the, we're a drop in the ocean. We can't, we're the weather, you know, our, our soul history, our family history, it's coming with us, but is it the wind at our back or is it the thing that's, that's holding us back? Mm-hmm. You were that so beautifully. And, and that, that, that I, I, you and I, um, I know at least a big part, some part of our individual motivations is, for the progress and growth of, of, of us as a, as a whole humanity. Yes. But the, you know, earthlings and, and Mm -hmm. I think in all of this work that we do, it's not separate. We, we can only work with what we got here. Right. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To move forward. That is our piece in moving the whole thing forward. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, you know, as we, as we know, like the, the way that we show up in the world and the, the way that we move through the world is, is again, very different when you feel resourced and supported and can access that in, in your own energetic field and in, in, by yourself autonomously in this really beautiful way with deep, deep connection as well. But in this, you know, the, 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 What's beautiful about this work too is if your parents were horrible and abusive and all these things, they actually do become irrelevant because there is this energetic, you can give yourself this nourishing energy. So if you have to go back all the way to the origins of of the earth as that being the thing that you can kind of tap into, that that energy will serve you and it goes with you. And and of course, then there would be additional work that you could do, of course, to continue to repair. But if that is the thing, the same way that in family constellations, if if, if your mother only gave birth to you, mm-hmm. that was enough. That was her role, yeah. right? And so there's something really empowering and really, and so if we just collectively could, could, do that more and to mm. tap into that more for ourselves. And again, with, with deep, deep reverence to this divine order mm-hmm. underpinning so much of what we do, we would be in just a lot better <sighs> shape. <laughs> we totally. just would be. Yeah. Totally. We'd have deeper relationships. We'd have more intimacy, more feelings of aliveness. We would treat the planet better. We would treat our kids yeah. better, like all these things. Right. So that that feels important and it's deeply individual but it but it isn't and that is the field too <laughs> you know totally <laughs> yeah totally 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 and i really yeah i really appreciate what you said because yeah our our birth parents no matter what happened afterwards deserve a deep 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 and honorable bow for mm-hmm. doing kind of the most important thing, which is giving us life. But if that's all that they did, we can still access the rest. Yeah. And, and a part of that means, so this might be, I just plant a little seed for a future conversation, the conscious um, examination um, of the stories that we hold and that we choose to tell. Because mm-hmm. there's in both the work that you do and the work that I do, there can be a big loss of identity 
when a big part of who that we think we are comes from this sense of all of these injustices that were done to us. Mm-hmm. And so that might just be something really interesting for future, right? Because it does mean um, for family constellations doesn't like forgiveness, but, but release, you know, mm-hmm. if I get what I need from back there, it means I have to acknowledge that not only did you never give it to me, you never will give it to me. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> And so that can be a really difficult one, but no, but they deserve my anger. They deserve my hate. They deserve, you know, this, this energy that's only going to keep me stuck looking, looking that same direction. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I would love to, that might just be something to talk about another time that, mm-hmm. that how those stories are revealed and those places where people are caught by their own conscious mindset. If that comes up in your work, I'd be curious about that. Totally. And just as a, as a quick initial sort of, reflection the mm. the the piece that comes back is that is that surrender piece as well in terms of um the the stories feel easier to give up and they if 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 not dissolve and feel irrelevant and you can see it for what it is because when when you have access to that that divine information and you can see mm. it and be like oh that's what that like yes. it doesn't feel as confronting because yes. it's, you're not relying on it as much, you know, you're not yes. relying on the structure of your personality the same way because you're resourced from this, this deeper place, yes. and, which is probably what you were already looking for to, to begin with, you know, yes. um, especially if you were doing your work and showing yes. up for family constellations and Akashic record readings and, and being involved in a, in a spiritual practice in, in the, the surrender to the divine and the, the dissolving of stories and feels, feels less scary when you do have those, those resources available. And it is just the sort of like dropping, it's able to fall away because it's not, it's not needed the same way that it once was. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I I would love to, I'd love to talk about that more because that seems really, really interesting as well. Beautiful. Thank you for listening. Uh, Certainly, I hope at the very least that that podcast uh, infused you with a sense of possibility. There are so many places and so many ways that we can get curious uh, about ourselves, why we do what, what we do, what it is that we came here to do, and how we can better support ourselves in uh, turning up as fully as we can in this beautiful world of ours. Um, if you are curious about the, the possibility of uh, doing more of this work with us, uh, please do feel free to have a look at my own website, humhealing.com, or you'll find Megan at Megan Surrett, that's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-R-E-T-T dot com. And thank you again. Blessings to all of you.